That's right. That's your cue to call. All right, or or uh, or uh, message us on Facebook. That's right. Eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. Eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. Welcome to Father Scott Karnick. Thank you. Good to be here. Appreciate. It. I apologize for making your name a contraction before the That's break. That's right. Skarnick. That's Scott right. Karnick. Yeah. So That's I, I, all right. I no problem. Call I me. Was... Call me anything except late for dinner. Exactly. Exactly. Well, so good. To, so good to see you, Father. That's Thank great. You. Good I appreciate to see you. that. And uh, of course, maybe to tell our listeners a little bit because your uh, your vocation was a little bit later in life. Mm-hmm. And just to tell us a little about how you came to the priesthood. Oh. It was probably brewing a little bit longer than you know than um, oh than I had originally thought. I mm-hmm. uh, I had a I was uh, blessed. We were blessed uh, at home and uh, uh, at St. Luke's uh, Catholic Church in Veslaville, North Dakota, mm-hmm. with a wonderful priest uh, named uh, uh, Father uh, Yaroslav Tomanik. And ah. uh, I think I was I was um, an altar server, you know, for him. And uh, I think he kind of, uh, I'm pretty sure he planted the seeds, mm-hmm. if you will. Yeah. And uh, it kind of went from there. Then I kind of had, uh, as I grew up, I had, uh, you know, basketballs and track shoes mm-hmm. bouncing in my head and mm-hmm. went to college. Um, and uh, I spent a little bit of time in the Army. Then I started working, you know, and, it, and I mean, things were going along uh, and, you know, Things were going on pretty well, mm-hmm. and uh, you know. But I always kind of had this this uh, thought, or you know, the the as I would call it, the invisible string. You know, I would ah. I'd say that you know, I'd say, well, you know, things are going good, and then I would you know notice something about you know someone being a priest or mm-hmm. uh, go to mass, and and I'd watch um, you know the priest say mass, and it was almost as if you know the. Uh, you know, the good Lord was saying, you know, hey, you know, Scott, what you're doing is pretty good, but have you ever thought about this? Mm-hmm. I got you know, something even come better. On, uh-huh. come Wonderful. On, come on over this way. <laughs> and I, you know, and, you know, then part of it was, then you get into the tug of war and uh, you'll, uh, and, but uh, thank heavens, uh, the good Lord was, was patient with me mm-hmm. and, um, you know, and here I am. Wonderful. So, so it it so to to make a long story short, it probably did go out. You know, um, um, it took me a while to develop the the courage and the selflessness, mm-hmm. if you will, to you know to go ahead and say, well, okay, let's do right. this. And uh, mom and dad had passed away, mm-hmm. uh, so really, you know, kind of all the deal breakers fell right. by the side. Right. Yep. Yep, that makes know. sense. Makes sense. And so, so, and um, so here I here I am, and uh, uh, you know, the good Lord has uh, blessed me and privileged me with this, mm-hmm. and uh, and um, I. That's that's it in a in a nutshell. Well, we, um, taking it one day at a time right. is a real. Yeah. I see the wisdom of it now. Yeah. Isn't that true? Isn't that true? We want to thank you for saying yes to it. Well, in, in this uh, segment called Straight Talk, now again we want to hear from your calls eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two or message us on Facebook. We'll get the info here and we'll be happy to interact with you, answer your questions, take your comments, whatever it is you'd like to do. You talk about being selfless. You know, a couple things come to mind. Number one. We have a 40 Days for Life campaign starting this week. 
week, and that, that it comes into selflessness. Also, today, of course, is the feast day of Padre Pio. Yes. You know, again, who offered himself selflessly, and God gave him, of course, great graces that also at times were great crosses, right? Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. I mean, if you have the stigmata for, you know, most of your life, you know, I'd... It, it, can, it can be a cross, right? Sure. You know, mm-hmm. and but, but anyway, we can talk about those things. So, listeners, we're going to probably start some forty days for life, some pro life things. Maybe transition to the readings. Maybe talk about Padre Pio a little bit, whatever it is. But we're going to start with a little bit about uh, pro life and forty days for life, Father. It's coming up on 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 Wednesday, and yep. uh, certainly uh, go to the forty days for life dot org website really to get the the nuts and bolts uh, of uh, of uh, of uh, when and where the. Uh, uh, the um, the meetings, if you will, and the and the prayers are are going to be held uh, for this uh, this all important time. I I thought about doing that, <clears throat> excuse me, and uh, but then I said, well, you know what? Why why don't you talk about a just you know why this is so important sure. and why it's necessary? Mm-hmm. And uh, so what? Uh, what I came across uh, is uh, what are called pro-life meditations on the mysteries of the Rosary mm. by uh, Father uh, uh, Frank Pavone. Oh, uh, people will not have heard about him. I'm just kidding. Oh, Father Frank Pavone, <laughs> priest for life. Yes, yes. good. Well, he yeah. always does great things. Tell oh, us about yes, it. he does. So uh, he he wrote uh, he wrote this. I'm sure um, you can find it. Uh, and uh, and if not, if you uh, go to their website, I'm sure you, you'll probably be able to to order it. But uh, he just talks about uh, uh, pro-life meditations on on the mysteries. Mm-hmm. And today's Monday, so mm-hmm. uh, today we pray the joyful mysteries mm-hmm. of the Most Holy Rosary. And uh, the opening prayer uh, just says a lot. Uh, o Mary, Mother of Jesus and Mother of us all, we turn to you today as the one who said yes to life. You will conceive and bear a son, the angel told you. Despite the surprise and the uncertainty about how this could be, you said, yes, be it unto me according to your word. Amen. And uh, that's a beautiful way uh, uh, for, to, uh, to express uh, the humility and the obedience that, uh, uh, that she had um, uh, to life. Of course, she's, she is totally unique. The reason why is because her son, is totally uh, unique as well. Uh, you, you, know, you know, Father, you think what comes to mind, you think about this, you talk about an unplanned pregnancy. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and I, th- I think we can live, <clears throat> you know, again, we need to love the, the the mother and the baby and all this. And that's what I love about 40 Days for Life. If, if, did, did you see the... Uh, that that recent movie that that, that was out about the, you know it was just amazing how the love that, that that's what changes people's hearts and minds. Sure. Now I'm I'm not saying that you know it's not a good thing if abortion clinics shut down. Okay, but to to my, my mind, the greater thing is why should we even have a need for them? People should feel so loved, mm-hmm. so cherished. You know, both mother and baby, that we will help you through this. That they don't feel that they have to make that choice. Sure. You know, so changing hearts and minds is so big. But if we think about it, you know, Mary faced with this. You know, she was troubled, as the Bible tells us, but she trusted in God and said yes. And so we just want to encourage everyone, no matter where you're at, in this. 40 days for life, no matter where you're at in the pro-life movement, maybe you are experiencing yourself an unplanned pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Say yes to God. He will help you. He will put people there to help you. There are people and organizations there that will help you through this pregnancy. Even places like St. John's Maternity Home where you can stay there. You know, I mean, there's a place to live and, and eat, and we will help you. 
Just know that that help is there. Maybe you're someone who goes out in front of the abortion mill on the sidewalk. We encourage, be loving, be prayerful, be peaceful, be loving. You don't change hearts by throwing people, you know, daggers of, of, of any kind, right? You know, a spiritual, verbal, or whatever it is, you know, it's loving them, loving them, loving them. And so, I, again, I come back to Mary. She always loves. She always says yes, and there are people that can do that. Again, if you'd like to enter into the conversation, maybe you have a story about 40 days for life. Maybe you have a story about unplanned pregnancy. I mean, there's so many miracles, right, of people that have survived abortion attempts, people that they were, you know, the doctor said abort this person, but at the same time, th- there they are, they're alive, and it's just amazing, right? And so give us a call at 877-795-0122, 877-795-0122, or message us on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Father, that was That's kind right. of a long No, 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 I'm glad that you did there, that. And, um, the, 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 you talked about uh, Mary being troubled mm-hmm. well, on the first uh, Joyful Mystery, the Annunciation, the meditation from uh, Father Pavone says that Mary is troubled uh, by the angel's greeting, yet she rejoices to do God's will, and she will do that. So let us pray that those who are troubled by their pregnancy will have the grace to to trust in God's will mm, mm. Uh, as well, and and uh, and uh, to to respect life. And then the um, one of the things that was mentioned to her in the Annunciation was when she said, she said, well, how is this going to be since I have no relations with a man? And uh, uh, Gabriel said, uh, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you and that which you shall have shall be called the Son of the Most High. Uh, and uh, and then she, uh, Gabriel says, notice that your kinswoman Elizabeth is with child for she who is thought to be to be sterile is now in her sixth month, for nothing is impossible with God. And that's the uh, the the transition to the second joyful mystery, the visitation. And uh, because Saint Elizabeth was herself was miraculously mm, pregnant yes. with uh, John the Baptist, and uh, he John the Baptist leapt for joy in his mother's womb, Saint Elizabeth. And we pray that people may realize that. Uh, abortion is not about children who might come into the world, but is about children who are already in the world, living and growing in the womb. And and, and quite frankly, regrettably, uh, tragically, uh, you know, they're scheduled to be killed. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what we we don't want to have. They're 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 in life. They are uh, alive, growing in the womb, and. Uh, Hopefully, growing to to have a, a, a the potential of a wonderful, beautiful uh, life uh, um, with the family, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and uh, and uh, uh, and and so that is something to to look at to turn, you know, to turn and look at those possibilities. And the third uh, uh, joyful mystery, the nativity. Uh, the the meditation uh, for uh, uh, the pro-life meditation said God himself was born as a child a baby mm. a mm. baby yep and the greatness of a person does not depend on size for the newborn king is very very small let us pray for an end to prejudice against um, against babies um, who are threatened uh, by abortion G- try wrap your mind around this Tim the God who created um, this universe and perhaps others that we don't know of, mm-hmm. um, he decides to become a baby. Mm. Yeah. He, he decides to become a fertilized cell mm-hmm. in a, a woman's womb 
yeah. and grows. You talk about the great dissension, right? I mean, our almighty and powerful God yeah. becomes one of us. I think it was Augustine that said it this way. He says, the son of God became the son of man, so the sons of men could become the sons, sons of, of God. God. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And well put. And that, that, what kind of makes me think a little bit about this, too, is um, when it says God himself was born as a, as a child and became a, a, a little baby who crawled. Mm-hmm. And and the blessed Cried. mother and the blessed mother said, "Don't put that put that in your <laughs> mouth." And she took it away from him. Yeah. Um, but there's a psalm. Uh, I think it's Psalm eight, uh, and and it says that God who made the um, um, the earth, the the, the mountains, uh, everything, the planets. They are all the works of your fingers. Mm. And think about that, and then turn around and say that same person, you know, uh, turned around and became a baby. Oh, isn't that something? Isn't that amazing? Yeah, absolutely. Well, well, uh, anyway. I love when you talk about straight talk, that's what this is. Straight talk with Father Scott Karnick right here. So you can see we're have, weaving some great, great things into the pro-life messenger. Give us a call at 877-795-0122, 877-795-0122, or message us on Facebook with your question or comment. You know, Father, as you mentioned, a couple things came to my mind. Um, the, the idea that you know, Horton hears a who. Remember Dr. Seuss? Had some very fair wisdom, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Remember that little who? Mm-hmm. A person's a person no matter how small. And again, I, I want to emphasize, I want people to sit back, and I don't care what side of this issue you were on. If one category of human life is marginalized, if we do not say that because it's a human being, a human life, that it should be ultimately protected, the right to life is inviolable, then what we're really saying is you have to live up to some kind of standard, being wanted, being able to do so much, so smart, so big, so whatever it is. And now what that does, that puts everyone at risk. Because if the right to life is not inviolable, then who's next? Well, we see it. We see it the old people, right? Mm-hmm. We see those with, with, with great medical concerns. You know, and we see this with assisted, quote, suicide. Right? So the whole idea is we're chipping away the slippery slope at the inviolability of human life. And in the end, no one is safe because each one of us will fail to live up somehow to someone's standard some way. So it's very, very important that we understand the right to life, as Pope John Paul II says, all other rights are illusory yeah. if the right to life is not protected with utmost dignity. And I respect. agree. I agree. That's a that's an excellent way to uh, to, uh, to to say that. The um, I'll go to the uh, fourth mm-hmm. uh, joyful mystery. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesus is presented in uh, the temple. Uh, the child is presented in the temple because the child belongs to God. Children are not the property of their parents, nor the property of the government. They and we belong to God himself exclusively. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, that's the, the pro-life meditation for the fourth joyful mystery. The fifth uh, joyful mystery, finding Jesus in the temple. Uh, the boy Jesus was filled with wisdom because he is God. So let us pray that all people may see the wisdom of his teachings about the dignity of life and may understand that this teaching is not an opinion, but it is an is a truth. It is an inviolable truth. Mm. Mm. 
Absolutely, and, and it has to be, right? I mean, that's mm-hmm. that, that that's the beauty of it. Mm-hmm. Again, this is Straight Talk with Father Scar- Scott Carnick. I, I am sorry. That's okay. Your name is not that hard that's to say. Right. Scott Carnick, <laughs> that's all right. So give us a call at 877-795-0122, 877-795-0122, or message us on Facebook. Um, I think we're going to have someone coming in here in just a second. Mm-hmm. So, you know, again, it's just amazing how... Um, I, I, I love how Real Presence Radio just ties all these people together. You know, all everyone in the Upper Midwest, right? You, you have a signal now. It's, 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 it's pretty amazing what we can do. And um, Eli here has a question for you, Father. Okay. By the way, go ahead, Eli. I, I do have a question. So this is um, in regards to the readings from this last weekend, um, the, specifically the Gospel, where it talks about like the, the, <coughs> the, the steward that like. Um, the dishonest the, steward? Yeah, the dishonest mm-hmm. steward. But then he goes and, I guess, like, cuts all his, like, master's, like, debts and... Cooks the books. Yeah. Yes. And then his, like, master is happy about it. So I was kind of confused about that. Okay. Uh, so am I. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, I went and I uh, I looked up... Uh, I'm. I'm lucky to have a, a, a number of scripture commentaries. There's one that I look at that I say, I say to myself, if I've got trouble with something, I say, hmm, I wonder what these people say about this. And I, and I go to that one. That's my go-to one. And, um, and that one plus another one said this, um, the master commended him because uh, they are both, as Jesus says, they are both the dishonest steward and the ma- and his master who's going to fire him they are both children of this world so they under they understand you know those types of questionable values if you will and uh, and so you know this this uh, dishonest steward he's he's not only dishonest once with his master's property he's dishonest twice uh, uh in order to 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 for his own purpose because he's he's going to, he's going to get the boot and um so he does he cooks the books and he's dishonest he steals he steals his master's property for his own gain uh and 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 you know the the master who's also a child of this world says duck got it you know that's so horrible and that's so horribly dishonest I've got to shake your hand. You know, that's what it is, <laughs> <Yeah>. essentially. <laughs> I, I mean, and today it's the same thing. I mean, there's people that uh, um, we, you know, we say, God, you know, the, he or she is, you know, boy, look at the look at the life they have, and and they could, you know, but they do anything they want, you know, or or, or and they, uh, you know, em, em, embrace sin, or or there or or there are people that we would not want our children to. Uh, to follow as an example, uh, so therefore, um, that's where that's that's the reason why the the master commends uh, that dishonest steward uh, because uh, of the idea that uh, they're they're both children of this world. They both recognize uh, the values that are not of uh, not of God but of this world. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank so. you. Awesome. That's great. Yeah, I, I remember Augustine and Jerome. Everyone wrestled with this particular because it was tough. Father, we, we have someone on the phone. Janine from Mohra. Janine, what is your question for Father Karnick? 
yes, I, I just have a question for you, Father. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I, I just would like to um, wonder how you would address um, parishioners or, to the greater extent, parishes who think they are better than others in our universal church. Um, you know, can cliques and parishes do the work of Christ? And what would you say to the parishioners, or even in a greater extent, what would you say to their priests? Um, it's a good a question, few weeks, Janine. A few weeks back, and I was... I, I was reading your question here on the on our computer screen, and, and what came to mind was uh, a, a few weeks back, um, one of the readings on Sunday was uh, from uh, Saint Paul's letter to Philemon. Do you remember that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so he's writing this letter to Philemon, who is a member of his church, because Saint Paul is in prison, and he has met uh, Onesimus who was a slave owned by Philemon, and he ran away from him. And so uh, St. Paul is writing this letter to Philemon saying, you accept him back, and you take him back, and please be merciful to him, and don't punish him, don't punish him as you legally, quote-unquote, during that time, uh, would be able to do. He says, show him mercy. And he says, don't welcome him back uh, just simply as a slave or as a person that you uh, whose services you own and in fact you own him he said you welcome him back as a brother to me and a brother in Christ which we all are and that gets to the universality uh, of our church and, and who we are so um, uh, uh, clicks are, are kind of uh, something uh, about you know, I mean, in, in a way, I suppose maybe cliques are, are natural. We feel comfortable with some, but not with others. But, uh, the, the, you know, we are all uh, members of, of one church, and we're all brothers and sisters in Christ. He, and in that letter, quite frankly, he planted, this, uh, he planted the seed that eventually would uh, end up helping to abolish slavery, uh, you know, millennium, you know, a millennium or over a millennium later. Uh, but that's one answer. That's one thing that I would, would, would probably say is that we are all brothers and sisters uh, in, in Christ. And, um, and the other thing, too, is from uh, this week's reading, uh, uh, from... Uh, well, again, from Paul, from Paul's letter to Timothy, uh, he says um, that um, oh, in his confession, uh, it, I, I'm, I'm kind of I'm drawing a blank, but he says uh, we have one, one, he, one, one mediator between God and man, one, and that's Jesus Christ, and he said he's. The truth is meant, and his salvation is meant for all people. So again, that universality uh, of the of that church is so important, and that quite frankly trumps everything, and it trumps cliques too. Does that answer your question? Yeah, thank you so much. I just uh, feel sometimes that um, people get closed out of doing ministry Mm -hmm. uh, because there's a certain group in the parish that owns that. They think they own that ministry. So mm-hmm. thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. 
Thank you so much, Janine. We appreciate it. I have time for one more quick question. If our listener wants to, they're not on the air, but they want to know, what does praying the rosary on the first Saturday of the month for five consecutive months entail? Can you speak to the first Saturday devotion? The uh, first Saturday devotion is on the first Saturday of of each and every month. Uh, the Blessed Mother said that uh, we, she has asked uh, that uh, a person uh, attend Mass, uh, make a communion of, of reparation for an atonement of sins for the world, uh, to go to confession, to recite the rosary, and then to uh, pay her, keep her company, if you will, uh, uh, with for 15 minutes meditating on the mysteries of the Most Holy Rosary. And, uh, and she asked that that be done uh, for five consecutive uh, months. And she said in, in, uh, that her promise would be to assist at the hour of death with the graces necessary for salvation, all those who, in order to make the reparation to me on the first Saturday of the five successive months, do those things. Go to confession, receive communion, say five decades of the rosary, keep her company for 15 minutes meditating on the mysteries of the Most Holy Rosary, um, and, uh, and, and going to... to uh, uh, those are the important uh, things to, to do. And, uh, and, the, and the, the idea is, or the promise... Uh, is that she is going to uh, be there with the graces that you need uh, and when you're on your deathbed so that you can uh, em- embrace Jesus and, and uh, be taken over uh, to the other side of the veil by him. Uh, and, uh, and so that, uh, that's what, uh, what that is all about. The, the key in there, well, there's, I shouldn't say one key, but I mean, <laughs> there, it, it's, uh, it's an atonement. Uh, for for the many sins against uh, against uh, against Jesus and the the many sins that occur in this world and uh, um, so she uh, that's what that devotion is it's it's a it's a beautiful devotion absolutely thank you listener for that we appreciate it you know when you talk about confession here one of the things that uh, I think about is today's Padre Pio's uh, feast day mm-hmm. and of course you know he was known as a great confessor could read could read souls. Uh, wh- one of the things I remember is one of the uh, penitents comes and, says, and his father says, tell me your sins. He says, well, I'm not prepared. I'd, I'd better go and prepare. So he does. And the same guy comes back three years later, and Padre Pio knows. He said, it took you three years to do this? Mm-hmm. You know, it was, it was pretty amazing. And then one other one that was just pretty amazing is when someone came to confession, he says, uh, he said, I don't, know, I don't know what to say. So the Padre Pio says, then I'll speak. So he, he told him his life story. Then Padre says, do you have anything else to add? And then he, then this guy mentioned a sin that Padre Pio hadn't said. Mm-hmm. And what did Padre Pio say? Do you remember? That's the one I was waiting yeah, for. Yeah, exa- you know, exactly. Isn't that something? How we can, so I just think that the beauty of confession, mm-hmm. of course, the gift that Padre Pio was to the to the church. Mm-hmm. You know, we have about thirty seconds left. Are there any comments on that or anything else? I guess to wrap it up. No, I, I just. Uh, uh there's so many opportunities for holiness mm. uh, for uh, for all of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, the um, you know relative to the 40 days for life. Today being the uh, memorial for uh, Saint uh, Padre Pio, and uh, there's praying the Rosary, uh, the first uh, Saturday devotions. Yep. Yep. Uh, there's so many opportunities for holiness, and uh, may we uh, capitalize on them. 
Absolutely. Well, Father Scott Carnick, thank you so much for being thank with you. us here on Straight My Talk. pleasure. It was a great half My hour. Pleasure. A great, fast half hour. Great questions, by the way. Absolutely. Well, thanks to all of those who called in or wrote in with your questions. Remember, this segment is on 930 Central every Monday through Friday. Up next, we'll get the inside scoop on life at Riverview. And later in the show, get ready to tour the fun events of our whole family in our 10-minute tour. This is Tim Moser coming at you live from CHI Riverview in Fargo. We'll be back right after this.